A reading from Matthew 26, 63-68. But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death, they answered. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, Prophecy to us, Messiah. Who hit you? Well, I I don't know how to respond to this uh, uh, in any way that's going to be helpful to other people, but there's so much going on. It's not so much that there's so much going on. There's so much evil going on here. It makes you want to stand back from it. Uh, Jesus is not who they're claiming him to be. Their motives are uh, clear. They're going to get rid of this guy using their power of the state and of the of the the religious uh, setup, whatever it was at that time in Jerusalem. And why do they want to do this? They want to. They don't want to be discomforted by uh, somebody who might. Uh, might step on, you know, rain on their parade, so to speak. Uh, human nature really doesn't change very much until it's changed. And the human nature of these people, uh, they couldn't be further from God. They're doing the devil's work here, but they're dressed as if they are, you know, the highest members of the uh, temple. Uh, they're, they're political figures. They're not religious figures. And yet they're... Again, they're doing the devil's work here, and they're lying to themselves, and they're lying to one another, and look at how they're treating their prisoner. I mean, it says everything you need to know about how despicable they are and how tragic this is in just in the human sense. Yeah, I go back to that statement from a couple of days ago when he says, this is your hour when darkness reigns. You know, it's like Jesus is he submitted to the will of the father, but he's also surrendered himself to darkness, which is troubling if you think about it at first, but then you think, no, 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 that's, that's the whole reason he came is to let all the darkness, let all the consequences of sin come upon himself. So the agony of the cross is beginning even now. And of course this, this statement, Jesus remains silent and he doesn't say much here at all. Right. But he does speak a little bit, Um, but it's not like he's going around blasting people for their uh, sinfulness here. He's largely silent. And that's reminiscent then of the prophecy in Isaiah 53, verse 7, where it says, He was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Here is the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world. 